Hi everyone, welcome to Promises Podcast. I'm Laura, this is Diane. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode eight. We're gonna be talking about Easter, the resurrection. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And we're excited for you to join us. Before we get to the greatest day of human history, the resurrection, I just want to piggyback a little bit on what we talked about last time. We talked about what do you do when you're overwhelmed. Mm, yes. You know, every day I read a psalm or a portion mm, of a psalm in, yeah. my, in my daily reading of the scripture. And today I read Psalm 77. And so I just wanted to kind of go over that with you because I thought it was such a picture of what we were talking about last mm-hmm, time. Absolutely. You, you get to see Asaph, who is the author of this psalm, and what he goes through his trial that he comes to the Lord with. And I think that we, this could resonate with us. We can identify with Asaph and his trial, um, though we don't know what that is, um, which I think even makes it kind of better. I was better. just going to say that's good. Yeah. Because sometimes when you know the details, then you, it doesn't resonate as well. And I think it'll totally resonate because you can put yourself there, you know? Yes. And so here, I'm going to begin with verse one. We're going to actually take a journey through the whole Psalm. So I'm going to read a little bit quickly um, so we can get on to talking about the resurrection. Um, It says, I cry out to God. Yes, I shout. Mm. Oh, that God would listen to me. When I was in deep trouble, I searched for the Lord. All night long, I prayed with hands lifted toward heaven, but my soul was not comforted. I think of God and I moan, overwhelmed with longing for his help. And you see this position that Asaph is in. He's kind of frustrated. He's Mm. hurting. He's aching. Like, God, I'm crying out to you. Where are you? Right. Is is what he's crying out. Like, I'm longing longing for help. I'm overwhelmed. And then it goes on to say, you don't let me sleep. I am too distressed even to pray. Have you ever been there? Too distressed even to pray. I think of the good old days, long since ended, when my nights were filled with joyful songs. I search my soul and ponder the difference now. Mm. Has the Lord rejected me forever? Will he never again be kind to me? Is he unfailing love gone forever? Have his promises permanently failed? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he slammed the door on his compassion? All these questions that Asaph has, Mm -hmm. he is broken, he is downtrodden, and he's talking to God about it. And this is how he feels. Mm. This is not the reality. God has not forgotten to be compassionate. God is with him. God hears him. Mm -hmm. We know that through reading the scriptures. But this is how he feels. He's lamenting. He's lamenting, and he's working it out. He's wrestling it out. And then he goes on to say, and I said, this is my fate. The Most High has turned his hand against me. And then the amazing, awesome, but. The but God part. <laughs> you know, the, this is how I feel. This is what's going on. Mm. God, you've forgotten me. You've forsaken me. But. But what? But then I recall all you have done, O oh Lord. Yes. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. They are constantly in my thoughts. I cannot stop thinking about your mighty works. Mm -hmm. Oh God, your ways are holy. Is there any God as mighty as you? You are the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations. By your strong arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. When the Red Sea saw you, God, 
Its waters looked and trembled. Love it. The sea quaked to its very depths. The clouds poured down rain. The thunder rumbled in the sky. Your arrows of lightning flashed. Your thunder roared from the whirlwind. The lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your road led through the sea. I love it. Through the sea, I through their barrier, so through they where they where they were stuck. They were stuck. They yep. were stuck That's between the thinking. Red Sea and the Egyptian mm-hmm. army. There was no hope. Death or death. Death or death mm-hmm. is what they thought. But God's road led through the sea. Your pathway through the mighty waters, a pathway no one knew was there. Love it. God has roads and ways that nobody knows about. Inconceivable are his ways. We can't even fathom the paths that he has. You led your people along the road like a flock of sheep. Aren't we like a flock of sheep? We don't know where to go. We don't know what to do. We get lost. And if it were not for Jesus, we would not rest. We would not uh, know where the good food is. Right. You know? And this is with Moses and Aaron as their shepherds. And I love this because as God led the nation of Israel, as God led Moses and Aaron, God is going to lead us too. Amen. He's going to lead you. He's going to lead me. He's going to lead you, those who are listening. He is not what we feel at times like Mm, Asaph felt. That's so good, Diane. And as you were reading the first part of the psalm and his struggle, I was thinking of, I said, this is a psalm of conflict Mm -hmm. because he has inner turmoil and he's saying, these circumstances are against me. My emotions are against me. I'm crying. I'm praying. I'm fasting. Nothing's changing. Nothing's changing. But I remember my God. I remember you're the God of wonders. And I love how the Lord always reminds us to go back to nature. You know, look at the heavens, look at the night sky, look at creation. You know, I love, and you know this, everybody uh, knows this about me. I love babies and I love to look at their little toes, their little fingernails, their little eyelashes. And you think, Lord, you knit this child in the womb. Two days ago, they were in mama's womb. Now they're, they're fresh out of the oven and beautiful and created so wonderfully. Everything, all the organs, you know what I mean? The skin cells, you know, the little hairiness on their back, you know, Mm -hmm. oh mama, is that going to go away? You know, they're just perfect. They're they're perfectly created by our almighty God in the womb. You know, Psalm 139 enters the chat. We think about those things that God knows us. He knows our frame. He remembers that we're dust, but it's an inner turmoil because he's definitely going through something and he's lamenting to God. He's crying out to God. And, and we want to encourage you. Don't forget to cry out to God when Mm. you're feeling overwhelmed. Talk to the Lord, put on worship songs. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're going to talk a little bit about Easter worship and praise, but it is such a refreshing reminder that we don't always feel good. Well, and you know, as Christians, right? I, I love his honesty. Yes, we can be fake. Mm. Uh, um, how are you doing? Great, praise the Lord. And you're not great. And that's not to say that we have to tell all our woes to everyone right. that asks us how we're Definitely. doing. I'm not saying that at all. But to be honest, and Asaph was honest with the Lord. Lord, I'm broken. Lord, I'm crying out to you, and I don't feel like you're hearing me. I don't feel like you're hearing mm. me. You're hearing me, and we know that. And that's where we stand on the promises and the truths of God's word. But we can be honest and real because guess what? He already knows. And so remember Mary at Mm -hmm. the tomb. She couldn't tell that it was Jesus because her eyes were filled with tears. And I've been there. I've been driving, and my eyes are filled with tears. I I got to drive. I got to focus. It clouds your vision. I mean, spiritually, but also 
in a very real way physically, physically. the tears, you know. And one time I remember talking to the Lord. I was in a, a very hard season. And I remember saying, thank you, God, for tears because it's such an outlet. Mm-hmm. And one of my girlfriends, it's Magali. Cathartic. Yes, absolutely. Um, my girlfriend, I think you know her too, Magali. Uh, she lives in Montana and she's a sciencey gal. And she was sharing with me one time. She sent me this image. I loved it. The science of tears. When you cut an onion under a microscope, that tear looks different than a lament tear, mm. than a joyful tear, than a pain tear. They look different. Mm. Isn't that interesting? And what I love about that is that God holds all of our oh. tears in a bottle. Yes. No tear is wasted. He holds them. And I just think that's the intimacy and that's the love of our God. The God that when we are feeling like Asaph is feeling, Mm, we can go to him. That's right. And whatever that situation might be, you know, um, it might be a personal situation, a health situation, a prodigal situation, Mm. um, the craziness of our world. I was just thinking encountering wickedness situation. Wicked, (laughs) Mm -hmm. wicked, wicked world. And um, we can take it to the Lord. And I love the discipline, though, of remembering God's wonderful yes, deeds and works. Absolutely. And he goes back. Why does he go back so many times through the Psalms and throughout the scriptures to the parting of the Red Sea? Because it, it, it's so monumental. monumental. It's a memorial you remember, and it's so miraculous. And, Only God. And it's the same for us, maybe not Red Sea parting, but there's those memorial stones we each have that we go back. So in my family, personally, um, my nephew, Luke, was born blue. He was born without oxygen. He was born breech, which I thought this is not the, you know, 1800s, 1700s, but he was born breech. He almost died. His brain was swelling, Loma Linda Hospital. And my brother-in-law said, we have to wait to get the brain scan back. The doctor said it's not a matter of what type of damage it's a matter of how much mm. so we were waiting we were waiting and we were praying outside and they got the brain scan back and Steve my brother-in-law said totally normal i mean wow. we all just praise god some of us got on our knees we worshiped god and so for many years when we would go through a trial i would look at chuck and he would look at me and would say remember luke if god could do that then he's going to meet us here now he's not going to fail us that's right and 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 the working, the outworkings are different, right? right. It's not always the miracle that Correct. happens, the Absolutely. healing. Such um, a great word. And yes. sometimes it, it, he walks us through the valley of the shadow that is actually death, you know? And, but God is there. And if we remember that he's never going to let go of us, he's not going to lose us. He's not going to make the first mistake on, on us, you know? That's so true. It, yes. I, I think that we just need to remember, write those things down mm-hmm. and go back to them and encourage ourselves, encourage our faith and remember yeah. his faithfulness, his goodness, his miraculous wonders. Um, yeah. So encouraging. So you recount the scripture miracles and then you Write your own. Yes. You know, and so we encourage you. Did God do a miracle for you guys? Put it in the comment. We want to hear it. You can also put it on Facebook, Instagram, any of the platforms, cmontclair.com, and on YouTube. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We want to know what miracle did you witness? What parting of the Red Sea? In your life. Yes, Yes. in your specific life. Share it. Because as you do, I'm encouraged, right? As we're talking, you're encouraged. As we read the stories that you have to share, we're encouraged. And it's so encouraging to encourage one another and it's uplifting. And we so need it, I think, more now than ever because the world is so grim. Right. You know? Right. And there's just something about miracles that God helps us to refresh our faith. You know, on a computer screen, there's that refresh button. Mm -hmm. And so whether we see a miracle or we remember a miracle, I mean, this May, 
will be one year of Brisa Rosales's miracle. Mm-hmm. You know, for those of the, that did not hear this story, real true life miracle. She was in water in a jacuzzi. She was, we don't know how long without oxygen, but it was, it was a drowning incident. But right. by the grace of God, your husband's a chaplain. Those cases don't end well. Many yeah. times. In fact, yeah. I had asked for a prayer of a girlfriend of mine, and she said, I saw it in the news. She didn't make it right. I said, you're thinking of another one. Because in the summertime, right. May, June, July, August, it happens. So uh, that's a miracle. And I, I, I recently messaged Valerie, and I said, one year for Brisa's miracle coming up in May. And so there's something about it refreshing our, our faith, recounting his faithfulness. I love the story of Mary and Martha, and Jesus tells her, I am the resurrection and the Mm -hmm. life. And I looked it up recently, familiar verse, we know it well. I looked it up in the Amplified Bible. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in, adheres to, trusts in, relies on me Mm. as Savior will live even if he dies. So I love the the little added, you know, parts of, of in the Amplified because we have to adhere to, you think of adhesive tape. You have to stick to. So you're- Because if we believe- it's going to produce an action. And those added verbs in there show the action, yes. right? If we truly believe. Right, right. You're and, going to adhere. If and you so believe. when those fiery darts come yes. and the trials come and the they ASAF-like will. circumstances come, mm-hmm. we're believing in, adhering to, trusting in, relying upon Jesus. If you do those things, you will live and, and even if you die. And so, you know, we think about Easter and the resurrection spurs in our hearts the people that have passed, you know, our loved ones that are right. there already, that they've already ran the race. And so in, one, in the one-year Bible, I came across this, Deuteronomy 21, 23. He who is hanged on a tree is cursed of God. And then it goes on to mm-hmm. explain what you need to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so I looked it up in the contemporary English version, and I was just floored. So I want to share it with you all. You must not leave it there overnight. Leave what? The dead, dead body. body. Bury it the same day. Because the dead body of a criminal hanging on a tree will bring God's curse on the land. The Lord your God is giving you this land. So don't make it unclean Mm. by leaving the bodies of executed criminals on display. So in this version, it struck me to the core. Executed criminal. Wow. That's what Jesus was perceived as, an executed criminal. And wasn't that the point? Yes. Right? That he would be seen as a criminal even though... They knew he was not guilty. Mm, you know, I just, yes. I, I just, yeah, crucified between between two thieves, yes. right? That again adds to the he's guilty, guilt by association. Right. They're criminals. We know what they've done. He's a criminal too, and the only one who was completely innocent since right? since the beginning. Yeah, never, never sinned. Ugh. So. As we're talking about the resurrection today, um, it begins, you know, you can't have a resurrection without a crucifixion. That's right. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I, I have written down, I'm going to read a portion of that story beginning at verse, um, or I should say history. Story has the idea that it's not A fairy real, tale right? or something, yeah. right. So the history of, of our Jesus. Amen. The death of Jesus. I'm going to pick up, he's already been crucified, he's been beaten, he's carried his cross, he's been mocked, he's been maligned, and all the atrocities um, that Jesus endured. endured for us. But then it comes and it says at verse 45, at noon darkness fell. I'm reading from Matthew 27. At noon darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. About three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Forsaken me, other translations say. Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. But the rest said, wait, wait, 
Let's see whether Elijah comes to save him, mocking him even as he's Mm -hmm, crying out. mm -hmm. Then Jesus shouted out again, and he released his spirit. At that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary, and I love this. I love this. The curtain of the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And it's not a curtain like we have curtains. I think it would be more analogous to say like a partition. You know when you have room dividers and it's like almost like a wall that moves? These were thick, heavy, embroidered. Pantages theater. Like thick, right? Velvet substance yes. not a sheet not a right. one that i have in my in my bedroom you know a right. thin cur- a curtain it, this like was drapes. a yes. thick, thick, thick drapes yes thick drapes mm-hmm. and um anyway it was torn from top to the bottom and listen to this the earth shook rocks split apart and tombs were opened the bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead that is gnarly could you imagine jesus gives up his spirit right and then tombs are opening and people oh are coming out gosh, i mean that is gnarly amazing They left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem, and appeared before many people. This is crazy. (laughs) This is like something you would see in a movie. Right, This is what the Lord said happened. Yes. I mean, the word says happened. The Roman officer and the soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened. They said, this man truly was. The son of God. Those who partook in his hanging, those who partook of his crucifixion, those who did this as a job, okay? They did this all the time. Mm -hmm. Executionaries. Um, They were the executioners, Mm -hmm. yes. And they look at him and they see all that transpires and they say, whoa, Mm. he was the son of God. Yes. And many women who had come from Galilee with Jesus to care for him were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee. And you think those women, they witnessed it all. They witnessed the agony and the hurt and the pain. They witnessed him crying out. They witnessed his mocking. But then they saw the earth shake and the darkness Mm-hmm. so dark and and they're feeling all of this and they're witnessing Roman soldiers who were hard and callous say he's a they son. don't say whoa like you he's just did they, they're not shook they're not taken aback they it, they, they see dead bodies every day but, but then, something was yes, different here something <laughs> was different here yes. and I think that is what is so amazing yes and then I'm going to jump to the tomb real quick uh tw- tw- at verse 60. It says, the next day on the Sabbath, the leading priests and Pharisees went to see Pilate. They told him, sir, sir, we remember what the deceiver, this is what they're Mm, calling mm -hmm, Jesus, the mm -hmm. deceiver once said while he was still alive. After three days, I will rise from the dead. So we request that you seal the tomb until the third day. And I marvel that they believe this, that they remember this. They heard this. And remembered it enough to say, we, we got to stop the disciples from stealing right. the body, right? Right. But the disciples didn't remember. They forgot. Right. Jesus had told them repeatedly, I'm going to die. And three right. days later, I will rise. He told them, this will prevent his disciples from coming and stealing his body. And then telling everyone that he was raised from the dead. If that happens, we'll be worse off than at first. Oh, my goodness. Remember the goal, yes. silence Jesus. Right. Silence. If they think he resurrected, if they tell this story, then everybody's going to believe right. in him. So we got to seal the tomb. And I love that they sealed the tomb in an effort to keep the, um, you know, from them from stealing Jesus because it's another evidence that he resurrected. That's right. Yes. There were guards. Because whenever is a dead man's tomb guarded. Sealed. Never sealed. Whenever yes. do you have, you know, bouncers... Standing there, 
securing it. So they know that nobody went in to get Jesus right. out. Jesus was resurrected. And Pilate replied, take guards and secure it the best you can. So they sealed the tomb and posted guards to protect it. So good. I love that. And, and, I, and I, this is the real story of Easter, Charlie Brown. Right? So true. <laughs> this is the glory, you know, and I have to, I have to share this. I know we're going to talk about Psalms, uh, Psalms yes, a bit. Please. But this is, this is what you just read and the truth of the gospel and the resurrection, the victor song by Keith Green. Swallowed into earth's mm. dark womb. Death has triumphed. That's what they say. But tried to hold him in the tomb. The sun of life rose on the third day. Just look. The gates of hell, they're falling crumbling from the inside out. He's bursting through the walls with laughter. Listen to the angels shout. It is finished. He has done it. Life conquered death. Jesus won it all. His battle plan, you know, it fooled them all. They led him off to prison to die. As he entered Hades Hall, he broke those hellish chains with a cry. Just listen to those demons screaming. See him bruise the serpent's head. The prisoners of hell he's redeeming. All the power of death is dead. Mm. It is finished. This is one of my Easter traditions. I have to hear the Victor song by Keith Green. Every, even when it's not Easter, but especially during Easter, this right. song just gets me because it's, I mean, it's the gospel, it's the gospel. To, to guitar, right. to singing or piano. The ultimate victor, right? Yes. There, he is so victorious. It's glorious. And as you've shared that song, you know, we talked about, you know, Easter songs, songs about the blood, songs mm-hmm. about the resurrection to really just prepare our hearts and what that does for your mindset and your heart and your spirit as you, as you listen and you sing, sing out loud, yes. play songs on repeat that minister to your soul. I was thinking ready yourself. Ready yourself. As women, we get ready. We have perfume and lipstick and we get ready right this is readying our hearts preparing our hearts right yes not only just for easter but for eternity amen so yes. kathy monsabias had shared she had texted us um a shane and shane jesus paid it all mm. and i love that song jesus paid it all all to him i owe yes. you know i had the same song written down but mine was by christian stanfield uh same song uh jesus paid it all love it and i thought that is so good so i want to encourage you to write your song or Put it down, uh, share type the link, it, share, type it, yes. so that we can create the most ultimate, awesome playlist oh, of I love it. the Blood of yes. Jesus and Resurrection songs, you know? And so as I was kind of looking, um, looking at songs, um, looking at CDs and things that, as they would pop up, I kind of took a journey because now songs from 20, 25, 30 years vintage. ago are <laughs> popping up and I'm like, that's a good one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I remember that one. And so one of those that came up was Nothing But The Blood by Matt Redman. Oh, yes. And um, absolutely love that song. Now, it's his rendition. It's not the hymn, which I also love, Nothing But The Blood Of Jesus, but it's a new modern um, twist on the right. song. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so good. And I just think then I, as I was doing that, there's this song and it has the crown of thorns and it's on a white background and the name of the album is raise up the crown and the crown is the crown of thorns oh wow so as soon as i see that i'm like joe order this please for me (laughs) order this cd for me i want it and he's like well can't you just download the playlist i'm like no i want it on cd i want it in my car i want it you know i do i guess i can download it as well and he was so gracious he's like okay i'll order it (laughs) so i should be getting it like tomorrow but raise up the crown and there's song after song on there that i was that by uh so it's it's a collaboration okay got it matt redmond is one of them 
and Chris Tomlin is on there. Um, so there's various artists, but I thought, oh man, so when I'm starting to listen. I'm getting getting my excited. time's getting yes. sucked away. I'm like, I need to get to go <laughs> film the podcast, right? But I'm I love it. Enjoying these worship songs so oh, much. Oh my goodness! And it rekindles, yes. and then part of you goes. It back. does rekindle. Remember when we we were in the amphitheater and we were worshiping at night? Mm. That was that song, and you know, yep. God moves absolutely so good. Well, that's just like, um, oh gosh. Oh, awesome. We'll also add a playlist in the description. We want to jam out to these resurrection songs. Definitely. They're so praiseworthy. And 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 you're you're singing scripture. You're reminding right. yourself. But I was just thinking, as you said, it takes you back. I thought of the Harvest Crusade. And um, now I can't think of the song from oh. the 90s. The one that they, that's always sang. You the know. Phil Wickham one? No, it's, no. Um, oh gosh, I can't, I can't. It'll come to you. It'll come to It'll you. It'll come yeah. to you. Yeah. We will pray. But, but the Harvest Crusader and the, and the Billy Graham Crusades, and there's certain songs that just resonate as mm-hmm. you just think, oh, I know where I was, what I was doing. Yes. Those tears are flowing yes. as I was worshiping at this event. And I think come as you are. Crystal Lewis. Oh, Crystal that's Lewis. That's what yes. it was. Come as you are, right? To the calling of the Lord. Oh, like come yes. as you are. And that's how Jesus wants us, as we are. And so even with Asaph, you know, as he is in that moment mm. with his heart broken, Come as you are. Yes. Just come to the cross. Because Absolutely. the Lord's, Jesus' burden is light. You know, we are so burdened in this world. There's so many yokes upon us. There's so many um, things that you can carry, weights that you can carry, snares that ensnare us. But Jesus is like, come, all you who are weary and heavy laden, mm, I and I will verse. give you rest yes. for your souls. Like Jesus bore the burden. He bore the cross. So you don't have to, right? Exactly. So, and that's not just in salvation. That's in the day to day. The government yep. shall be upon his soldier. Is not a shoulder. Sol- shoulders. Sh- thank you. <laughs> I want to say soldier. Shoulders. It's not just a Christmas verse. He's the ruler. He carries right. it. Right. The government. That's right. I can't care. My shoulders are not no. strong enough. Our shoulders aren't even strong enough for our marriages, our right. children, My children. Our, the the works that we do. You know, our 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 jobs, or or, right. or or working at home, or whatever we do, we can't even carry it. You know, one of my girlfriends, Molly, um, she attends our our fellowship, Calvary Mont- Montclair, and I love this. She says that when she prays and she's feeling burdened, she literally does this. Father, I give Isaac to you. I, mm. I take him off and I give him to you. I give Olivia to you. I give this client mm-hmm. situation to you. And she she physically right. touches her own shoulder. And gives it to Jesus. And gives it to the... I said, that is awesome. It's such a great way to pray. It's a visual and a physical, right? It's, yes. It's, I, mine is more like this. Like, mm. here, Lord, take this. Yes. I also... You know those uh, God boxes we got? God's promises? Yes. That we got little at one tins. of our... Mm-hmm. The little tins. Mm-hmm. It's I write it down and I put it in there. God's got it. It's a visual yes. of me like... I don't need to carry it. The Lord has it. And the Lord's never failed once, so he's so better off than me trying to do it myself, right? You know what blesses me is it says in Revelation that the prayers of the saints are saved in bowls like incense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you blow out your candle, you know, you light your little candle in your home for, for ambiance. Always, and, I love candles. Yes, I do too. <laughs> so you light your candle, and then when you blow it out, you see that that smoke ascend and that's like our prayers right. and so it's a release you know praying I mean I'm I'm big on praying out loud we can pray silently sometimes we have to pray silently you know like the prophet 
before he spoke to the king, it says, I silently prayed, and then he approached yes. the king, you know. I'm sure Pastor Joe, many times when he has to meet with a political leader or anyone, you you pray silently or you pray out loud. But talking about him as the victor, the Lord led me to Revelations 5, 5 through 12, which I'll read it quickly. And I saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy mm. to open the scroll and loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. Not even to look at it, Diane. So I wept much. We're talking about being overwhelmed and Asaph's prayer because no one was found worthy to open it and read the scroll or even to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in in which in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. When he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels round the throne. I love this. The living creatures and the elders and the number of them was 10. No, try 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and and blessing. Mm. So let's give him the (laughs) honor, glory and blessing that he is due today. Amen. Right. We can do that with the songs. You know, he he fell down. We can do that in our room, in Mm. our homes. We can fall down. Have you ever done that? You have a Mm. worship song on, you're crying out to the Lord. How about maybe let's hold off on our requests and what we need and just worship him because he's worthy. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. You know that we fall on our knees and we sing, we sing out loud. We um, put on the worship. Proclaim. (laughs) If you are, if you are in, a musician in any way, shape, or form to pull out your your instrument that you have been gifted to play and learn to play and play it for the Lord. Yes. You know, strum, you know, these, when we read from Asaph, those were put to music. Those psalms mm-hmm. are songs. Psalms are songs. Yes. And so Love we it. can, our prayers, our requests, proclaiming his worthiness, you know, that he is the lamb that was slain and that he's victor. Yes. Um, that we can sing and we can share. And, um, the Lord will encourage our souls. And so that'll be our butt moment, our transition moment, right? Here's all the yuck and how I'm feeling. Yes. What's going There's on? There's a lot of yuck. <laughs> and I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But God, and sing to him and praise him. And our situation sometimes doesn't change. Right. Asaphs didn't, but our perspective does. And we're not focusing on the yuck, but we're focusing on the great majesty and miraculous yes. working God that we serve. You know, right. how wonderful is that? And he changes us. It's a it's a redirection of our gaze right. because our problem is it, it's big. And that's what I love about Asaph, the Psalms, David, uh, Esther. The problem is big. Right. We don't have to downplay it. You know, like you said, we can be, you know, 
chummy, easygoing, jovial Christians sometimes, a little too chummy, instead of being real and, and, and honest and transparent, would say, okay, yeah, you know, Haman wants all the Jews killed. Great. Yeah, I'm the queen. Exactly what I was it's not going to affect me. I'm I'm on the throne. She was queen. You are exactly right. They he uh, Mordecai specifically said, "Don't disclose your heritage." Right. So I'm good. I'm going to be okay. You know, I I thought of during COVID, there was a lot of people that actually were okay. Very wealthy people. They could Instacart their food, and they had their sure. personal chefs, and they weren't hurting like you know the common people were. But no, Esther grieved, and she said, "This is big. You know what? We need to proclaim a fast. Right. We need to stand up for righteousness. We need to do something about this." So. It's not to downplay the problem, but Never. it's to magnify our God right. in the problem and to remember. And, you know, I was thinking as we've been preparing our hearts for Easter and talking about this, I was thinking about the wounds. I mean, your son played football, mm -hmm. so I'm sure he got bumps and bruises. We know nowadays there's concussion Concussions. protocol. Yes. Both of our daughters are in dance. They get blisters. They get sore ankles. They get sore backs. They get sore muscles. Mm -hmm. And I thought about the actual physical wounds of Jesus. Mm -hmm. How would they look, Diane, after three days? They would still be there. Very raw. Three yes. days? Yes. Think of MMA. When right. they do a... Um, a press release or you know a conference right. they're, they're <laughs> well even justin at church right he he uh spars and i forget that the exact discipline that he does i was thinking taekwondo no, yeah i know i was gonna and say it wrong sometimes on a sunday morning he's got a big old like <laughs> right. shiner and i'm like oh and then i remember oh wait he must have been sparring right <laughs> yes. and that, they don't go away no no, they're gaping. He, Jesus was was beaten. Yes, he was clubbed. The cat of nine tails, uh, bruises on his face, his eyes swollen, marred more than a man. He didn't even beyond I, recognition. I don't even like right? to say it, but like a hunk of meat hanging there, just sure. physically deformed. deformed. He was deformed, and after three days, just the hands scars and and the feet scars i think it was tony evans but i heard a pastor say recently the only scars you'll see in heaven not my scars from the wounds i've endured not your scars diane just only jesus he's the only one that will preserve his scars to remind us of his steadfast love and we sing about the scars and we should sing about the scars you know that flashback to maranatha days um and the heavens pass away your scars will still mm -hmm. remain Forever they will say how much you love me. And so my heart will say forever my love, forever my right. heart, forever my life is, is yours. yours. Remember that song? Yes. Oh, and it's so good. It. And we do need to remember. Yes. We do, we do need to remember. And the scars, his scars, his stripes bring our healing. Amen. You Isaiah. Know? That's right. I, I just, that's right. And that's what we need to focus on. And, and it's like I put them there. Mm. Those scars were caused. By my sin. Yes. By me. Right. Right. Yes. My sin, my shame, my depravity, my wickedness, my critical everything. spirit and mm. ugly thoughts and unkindness, and I struggle, let's say, with being obedient to him. Mm. What more does he have to do to show that he's worthy? You know, when mm -hmm. when our hearts can be so like, witness to that person about me. Lord, are you sure you want me to oh, talk to that? Yeah. And we can be quiet. But right. what has he done for us? Everything. He's done everything. He's giving us everything. Right. Right. He's taken the punishment that was due me. People say sometimes that they can't wait to get to heaven to give him his 
the crown to to give him, you know, like like your husband as a faithful servant of the Lord over 20 years, pastor, there's that pastoral crown, the martyr's crown, the, there's various crowns, right? A, a, Lord, is there an autism crown? I don't know, maybe. But I was thinking, I don't care about no crown. I just want to be with him. Mm. <laughs> just being with him is enough, you know? But you can worship him now. You don't yes. have to wait for eternity. Oh, you know so what good. I mean? Like yes. the idea of wanting to cast your crown before him, cast your Do life now. now. <laughs> Serve him, love him, um, magnify his name, Yes, you know, in yes. all things. In the mama of an autism sweet boy. Yes. That has challenges and difficulties mm-hmm. that I will never understand. Mm-hmm. In in a single mom raising her children, in right. going to work in, in a, a widow, situation, a widow's season, life, mm-hmm. you know, be faithful in that season and God and worship Him through it all. You know, one of my favorite Bible teaching messages, Pastor John Corson talks about Miriam, and he says, "Lift the tambourine now." Why not? Why wait till after the Red Sea was crossed? Lift the tambourine now. It's such a great visual of that. Go you ahead. You know, go as ahead. you say that, I just brought to mind a picture. It was about 15, almost 15 years ago now. Um, when my brother-in-law Jay had lost his mom, mm. she had do- lost her battle with cancer. She was now in glory. Yes. And, um, there were worship songs playing Paula love to worship mm. Jesus. And so I would always tell the kids, your mama loved to, oh, your I grandma love loved to worship. And, um, sitting behind the row of the family at the funeral, worship songs were playing. Oh gosh. <laughs> And watching John raise his hand. Oh, amen. And his hand was trembling. Thank you, Father. But he was singing the praise of the Lord in the midst of his pain and sorrow. I think God is worthy of our praise even when it hurts. It's a sacrifice of praise at that time. Because John knows where she is. Right. It is finished. He has done it. And this is not the end. Yes. This yes. is the beginning. Oh, you know what I mean? Yes. Like this yes. is just a tiny foretaste of what is to come. Like uh, the real life is, is there. Is in eternity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend, Sally Palacios, she uh, passed from COVID, 46 years old. And I was just grieving, just lamenting, driving to pick up Olivia from dance one night. And I was just crying, Lord, her life is over. You know, she had six kids and I was just grieving and mourning and, 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 and thanking him for this beautiful woman of God. And the Lord whispered to my heart, as he so faithfully does, and says, who said her life is over? Mm. It's only just begun. Exactly. I, said, I am the resurrection and life. You will never die, says right. the word. Right? Yes. It's what it says. Yes. And I don't think, I don't think we get it. Mm. Or we wouldn't worry about... The dumb things that, that we worry don't about matter. in life. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's it right that's there, it. right? That's it's it. like, can I just stay and can I just stay with my mind and my heart focused on the part that I'm saved? Yes. My sins are forgiven. Right. Jesus rose victorious. Can I stay there? Because if I could remain there, all these things that distract me, all these things that bother me, that get under my skin, the little Pet things peeves, that bug, etc. Yep. don't matter. Well, there's a scripture on that. Isaiah 26, 3, you will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Mm -hmm. So my daughter's 16 and she's learning to drive. And what happens? Sometimes you drift because they're not used to the wheel alignment and all that. I say, honey, you're drifting. So instead of just telling her all the time, honey, you're drifting, I just go like that. Like, and she steers. Stay, stay your mind on Jesus, friends. Stay your mind on him. Go to the cross. 
Go to the resurrected tomb. It is finished. Play these worship songs. Share with us. We want to know what worship song blessed your heart. And I think we're not done. I think we're going to have to do, uh, let's celebrate Jesus' resurrection part two. But this is episode eight. We are so blessed and thankful you trekked along with us. This was glorious. I feel encouraged and reminded of so many things. I mean, we went through memorial stones. We walked up the trek with Asaph. We went to the cross. We did a lot of Bible today. It was such a blessing. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends. We've been getting some feedback on Facebook. Where thank you for that. Thank you, everyone. Kathy Montevias, thank you for sharing your song. Esther Puterbaugh in Texas. Hi, y'all. Thank you for sharing. And we want you to continue to just join us and be blessed. Oh, 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 o